American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Oh, here we go. Hour two, Armed American Radio's monster cast on hundreds of radio stations across the nation. Being listened to, Greg, in, in Dallas, Texas, I've lost count how many countries. I think the only country that we didn't see anything was Greenland. Yeah, that was amazing. Mistaken. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that was I mean, really cool. Iran, gutter, Iraq, Afghanistan. Yeah. Like, can you believe it? I mean, it, it, by the thousands, because Ukraine. we have the numbers. We know where it's visible. Ukraine. Germany. Cra- crazy, crazy stuff. Here we are in the Car Firearms Group studios. Mark Walters on the Sig Sauer mic for you. All of it presented to you today and every day by the great insurance company, X Insurance. Make sure to check them out, please. Visit armedamericanradio.com, click on that X-Insurance banner, and boom, we take you right where you need to be. Greg, before we go to our next guest, would you be so kind as to tell people who are not driving but are stationary (laughs) and can do it safely where to watch the program in high definition as we bring it to you every day. Sure, absolutely. Head on over to armedamericanradio.org, top right-hand corner of that website. Slap those three little hash marks and then select the Watch Live option. Uh, and again, if you're driving and you're doing or you're doing something around the house, you can't necessarily watch the uh, the phone or the TV. Well, click the link above, which is our Listen Live link. And when you get there, you'll have two options. Be sure to select the Sunday Monster Cast link for tonight. If it was Monday through Friday, then you'd want the uh, Daily Defense link. Uh, maybe you're in one of those countries around the world that likes to listen to the show. Well, the link right above Listen Live is the podcast link. Hit that link up, get caught up on any any episode you may have missed over the past few months. And uh, if you're a big fan of the show and you love the merchant or you love the show and you want to support some of the merchandise, well, head on down to the shop link at the bottom of those lists of uh, this list of links. Go over there and get you something that you may like: hat, mug, t-shirt, something. Got a lot of awesome stuff over in the show, over in the shop. And uh, maybe you want to join us live while the show is happening six days a week. We've got a chat. Head over on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and just search for Armed American Radio Conversations. It's that simple, and I'm looking at the chat right now. Some great conversation happening over there. We appreciate everybody in the chat. Thanks for jumping in and commenting. Get something good in there, and we'll bring it up live on the air. Let's go to my guest, Dr. John Lott, founder, crimeresearch.org. John, it's always a pleasure to have you here, my friend. A couple of pieces that you wrote grabbed my attention, and you and I have talked about some of these things off air on many occasions, but uh, Washington Times uh, has a piece out for you on November 30th, just about five days ago. Gun confiscation, not the solution to mass shootings. And you go on to really go in depth about red flag laws, their failure. But I also find it interesting that you talk about deliberate vehicle attacks, uh, other ways people do things. You go back to the Boston Marathon bombing and how people do things. And the, one of the worst vehicle attacks occurred in France on July 14th in 2016. 86 people were killed and 430 wounded. But the mainstream media here in the United States just drives this gun narrative all day long. Can you tell us a little bit about why red flag laws fail, what it is the left wants to do with these, because we're talking about enhancing them, et cetera. What's happening here? All right. Well, one of the reasons, well, thanks for having me on. One of the reasons why I wrote sure. the piece is just a couple of days before uh, I, the piece came out, there were car attacks in Florida and another place. Uh, and, you know, it just drove home for me the message that here are red flag laws. If somebody's a danger to themselves or somebody else, um, you can take away their guns. But there's so many other ways that people can either harm themselves or others. If you really think somebody is suicidal, is it a serious proposition just to say, okay, well, I take away the gun and that solves the problem? If I really think that somebody's intent on harming other people is the solution, really, I just take away their gun and there's no way else that they can go and harm other people, you know, it makes no sense. I mean, uh, it's just they want to condition people to think that 
if you just take away uh, guns, everything will work out fine. Because that the guns are the only real problem that's out there. And the problem is the person. The problem is if the vast majority of times that red flag laws are used are used for suicides or thoughts about somebody might commit suicide. And there's so many different ways for people to go and commit suicides. I mean, you even look at countries around the world that have banned all guns or all handguns. Their suicide rates pretty much stay the same. There's really no statistically significant change in the suicide rate. But what happens is, is people just commit suicide using other methods to go and do that. Um, and so, uh, you know, you have to go and deal with the underlying problem there. If it's somebody who's suicidal, what you want to do is get them mental health. And if you need to involuntarily commit them, then that's what you do. But you may go and just get them somebody to talk to. But just simply saying, because the only thing that happens with red flag laws, the only solution, there's no mental health care professionals involved in the evaluation that the person's at risk. There's no mental health care professionals involved in in uh, trying to deal with what's maybe driving them to suicide. It's just you just take away the gun. Uh, if you think the person's a danger to others, you just take away the gun. It just it's just it's uh, really disingenuous, I think. And I think it's much more dangerous than uh, people realize um, uh, having that type of approach. We have much better laws as I talk about in the piece, and you know, I've talked about before these so-called involuntary commitment laws. They're called right, right. the Baker, Baker Act in Florida, fifty-one fifty in California, other th- names in other states. But essentially, it's saying if if police are told that somebody's a danger to themselves or others, and the police investigate and they think that there's something there, they can take the person in for a psychiatric evaluation. If the people who are doing the evaluation, which could last 24 hours or 72 hours, then they go and can have an immediate hearing. And the person, if you can't afford a lawyer, one is provided for them. Uh, they can cross-examine people who may be making charges against them. And the judge then has a wide range of options. You can go and say, look, I'm concerned. I'm not going to involuntarily commit you, but if you... Go and see a mental health care expert a week or two. We'll have another hearing. We'll see how it's going. Uh, They could take away the person's guns or cars or whatever else the judge wants to do. He essentially has free reign to do that if he thinks that there's evidence for it. And uh, ultimately, if he thinks it's necessary, he can involuntarily commit the person. That's, That's very different and much, much more kind of to the point, I think. Than, than simply going and saying, well, I've taken away the person's guns uh, based solely on one written complaint that's there, and that solves the problem. John, one thing that you point out here, and listeners, I want to drive this point home for you. John has this in here. We never hear this from mainstream media, but John points this out eloquently in this piece. It has always been possible to take a dangerous person's guns away. All 50 states and the federal government have involuntary commitment laws that go by various names. John just pointed to Florida. Of course, the Baker Act is famous one or the 5150 in California. All these laws, according to John here, require an evaluation by a mental health expert and then testimony before a judge. If the defendant can't afford a lawyer, one is provided. Hearings can occur quickly in urgent cases, but a person's right to due process is respected. John, these red flag laws are not going away. Murphy and the Democrats are continuing to push for these. And I think it's incredibly important that listeners hear what we just talked about, because they do not get this from the mainstream press, that all 50 states already have this in place that does protect due process where red flags do not. Correct. Well, go ahead and take us to a break real quick with that. Yeah, well, unfortunately, uh, these laws in places like New York and Colorado are being weaponized, where the governor of New York has basically said, look, any time a police officer gets any type of flag, they must immediately go and take it to the judge and trying to put pressure on judges to immediately take away a person's guns if they even have even a slight probability that there's a problem there. You know, again, it's it misses any treatment for the person and miss right. any kind of the alternative ways that somebody can harm them, either themselves or others. Ladies and gentlemen, as we go to the break here, do you see the common denominator here? 
Red flag laws are designed to do one thing specifically. Take away your guns with zero due process. When that might not even be the issue. For example, Florida's famous Baker Act has been very successful over the years. And it's not built around taking away someone's guns as the ultimate end result. It's designed to get that person help that they desperately need. Good heavens. It's pretty clear when you step away from the mainstream press and actually talk about what these things do and don't do. But we all know why the left is pushing for red flag laws, because it's guns, guns, guns. One more segment with Dr. Locke. We'll be, we'll be right back. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle. Available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun. The incredible M1 carbine and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X Insurance, we provide custom liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure, to help prevent you from becoming a target, and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We do this in part by encouraging our law enforcement clients to take the X-Insurance See It, Say Something pledge. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing insurance policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. At X-Insurance, we believe in good police officers, and we believe in protecting good police officers. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today.
following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. I guess it's no shock to know that I'm drinking Defender Coffee right here in the Armed American Radio Car Firearms Group studios in front of this Sig Sauer mic. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. DefenderCoffee.com. Use the promo code AAR. And they will ship. Well, you get it's all varies. Just use the promo code AAR. That's all you got to do. You'll see all the different specials when you get over there. DefenderCoffee.com and great coffee. And if you heard Alan Gottlieb in the first hour, my portion of the profits, I direct to the Second Amendment Foundation. So coming up at the end of this month, sometime in January, actually, Defender Coffee is going to make a donation for all the coffee they sold. People like me who directed profits to the Second Amendment Foundation. Great coffee. And a great cause, simply for sipping great coffee. Kind of a head slapper, no-brainer. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast continues with Dr. John Lott. Then we're going to move to Kevin Sterrett from Oregon, who's going to give us the inside dope out there in Oregon, fighting that fight. Good heavens, is that brutal. Dr. Lott, welcome back. I'm, I'm really going to enjoy this segment with you because we're talking about TV bias in guns. But ladies and gentlemen, you might be thinking I'm talking about news that we know that to be the case. But let me start the column that John has up here at crimeresearch.org, crimeresearch.org. By the way, you can support John and his efforts at crimeresearch.org. Just click the donate button like I do and donate whatever you can every month, recurring donations. It's great. TV show bias on guns. CBS's FBI's most wanted shows a concealed handgun permit holder or permit holders doing more harm than benefit. Take a listen to the first line. Television show bias against guns is never-ending. Except for a couple of episodes on Paramount's Yellowstone, you won't see an entertainment television show with a civilian successfully using a gun defensively. Instead, something always seems to go wrong when guns are used defensively, from being fatally shot by the criminal without stopping the crime, to getting in the way of police, to continually having the gun stolen and used in a crime, to it being used in an accidental shooting. This is ongoing, John, as you point out. So true. Tell us about it, because we all see it. In fact, so much, some of us, it, even when we do this, it might even escape us, John. Yeah, I mean, it's their way of indoctrinating people or brainwashing them over time. Uh, you know, this fall, uh, it's kind of been in hyperdrive in terms of uh, uh, concealed care permit holders causing problems. Uh, there is one show on uh, CBS's FBI Most Wanted where uh, um, a criminal had bashed in somebody's head with a, a rock and a permit holder started chasing him. Uh, the permit holder pulled out his gun uh, and fired, missed the criminal, but ended up shooting uh, a bystander that was there. Uh, the FBI agent is, was in high dungeon, basically telling the person that he should leave this to the police. He has no idea what he's doing. He ended up doing much more harm than benefit. And, uh, you know, but that's not the only show. Uh, there are other shows there, NBC, uh, Chicago's, uh, uh, Chicago PD, um, had what I thought for a little while might be a law-abiding citizen stopping. It turned out that he was just one of the criminals that were there. Uh, you had uh, uh, Law & Order on NBC uh, had a, a segment where a woman, uh, who was carrying a permanent concealed handgun. Uh, the police had come up to her, and she pulled out her gun and pointed it at the police, almost getting shot by the police that were there. Uh, the police basically read her the riot act about uh, having a permanent concealed handgun. Uh, <laughs> you have other things. Uh, uh, CBS's uh, FBI Most Wanted had uh, a segment where the head of uh, uh kind of an NRA type group. I think it was like NRF or something like that. Um, uh, the guy was going to be giving a talk in Pittsburgh and uh, uh, he, they were telling him whether there's a, a man who's going to come after you and try to kill you. And he said, well, you know, uh, all my, a lot of my members have permanent concealed handguns and they'll be here to protect me. And the FBI agent gives them uh you know, a, a long lecture about how uh, they don't want to be responsible for a Wild West shootout where lots of people are killed in the process of, of trying to stop somebody from engaging in the attack. 
And, you know, there are so many things that are false here. You know, as we, as you know, we put out a study a little while ago on active shooting cases where um, uh, citizens legally carrying a permanent concealed handgun had stopped active shooting cases over the eight years from uh, 2014 to 2021. We have 124 cases out of the 360 active shooting cases. If you take the most recent year, it was 49% of the active shooting cases were stopped by citizens with a permanent concealed handgun. Here's the thing, though. None of those cases had the permit holder accidentally shooting or harming a bystander. Okay, is it possible that something like that could happen? Yeah, sure, it's possible. But that's the theme of these shows on on the networks. And, you know, it's just like if they kind of repeat these things often enough, uh, people will come to believe that this is really a problem. And they have millions of people who watch these shows, and they just completely get one side of these issues. I, I literally think if you go back over the past 10 years or maybe even 15 years, it's going to be very hard to find, other than two episodes of Yellowstone, cases where people uh, legally carrying a gun uh, were able to stop uh, what would have been a crime. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's really amazing. Uh, You know, you hear quite, you read about how gun control groups like Everytown and the Brady campaign are working with producers and script writers uh, on their different uh, mm-hmm. shows that they have. And it's pretty clear. You know, they have an agenda that they're trying to get, get through on this stuff. And this is just, you know, here we're just talking about uh, 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 permanent concealed handguns. They want to make people think that if you have a permanent concealed handgun, the likelihood that something good will happen is very low, that you're more likely to cause problems. And it fits in, unfortunately, with the news coverage, as we've talked about before. John, this clearly insinuates that in order for this to make it from the conception of a script into and through editing to the final product that millions of Americans see, obviously this is intentional, no question about it. But someone at the top's got to be making a decision to do this. Do you believe, now? You know, I'm not asking you to get in the heads of those folks, but I'm kind of asking you to get in the heads of those folks because in order to do that, they have to believe that this happens. And if they do believe it, can they point to any evidence of it? I've never seen the evidence of any of these events happening, like you just pointed out. Or are they just? simply parroting what they're getting from the gun gun grabber groups that tell them it happens and they believe it without doing any research on this because it's nonsense when you see it. What, what are your thoughts there? I'm just curious. Uh, you know, I have no idea. I, I assume I, I hate trying to get into people's minds to figure out what their motives or reasons are for things. But my own guess is uh, they just take what they're given from the different gun control groups. Right. Uh, I can't think of anything else, John. It's pretty clear when all the coincidences begin to line up that they're not coincidences. And clearly, ladies and gentlemen, they cannot point to these things happening in real life. But it doesn't matter to them. They just don't care. John Lott, CrimeResearch.org. Thank you, sir, for being here. We appreciate you taking time out of your day. We're going to be back with Kevin Sterrett from Oregon Firearms Federation right after this break. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. 
We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary my pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here in the Car Firearms Group studios on this Sig Sauer microphone presented to you every day, every day, six days a week by X Insurance. Speaking of MyPillow, I am wearing MyPillow slippers right now, and I got a kick out of this when I mentioned it during a break. Greg, you said you are wearing them, too, in the studio, is that right? Yeah. (laughs) I might have to take one off and and hold it up in front of the camera, because I am. I'm wearing a pair of black MyPillow slippers. They are super comfortable. I wear them with jeans. I wore them to a cigar lounge earlier today when I was doing show prep. No one knows. No one says, oh, look at that guy. No, no one knows. Wearing MyPillow slippers. Nobody ever says that. Kind of like when I'm openly carrying a gun. Nobody has said, nobody ever says, oh, look at the guy carrying a gun. Nobody says that. Not in real life. Good heavens. MyPillow.com. Use the promo code AAR. No matter where you see whatever product it is you're looking for, use the promo code AAR. It's real simple. Fill in that promo code. Regardless of what he tells you to put in there, we get selfish. Just put AAR in there. If you're an AAR listener... You support the right to bear arms by supporting Mike Lindell and MyPillow, who have been supporting your right to bear arms for the better part of a decade on this program. Show them that you know. Simply use the promo code AAR. Hurry up and get that stuff so you can get it before Christmas. They ship it right away. I talk to them at least twice a week over there. And don't forget all of our other fine partners. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. Welcome back. This is going to be a disturbing segment. I'm going to tell you that right now, Greg. Because we're going to go back to Oregon, right to the horse's mouth. Kevin Starrett, 
Oregon Firearms Federation, OFF, doing amazing work out there. As always, Oregon, you're tuned in on a number of radio stations out there. Pay careful attention. We were talking with Mr. Gottlieb about one of these suits. Kevin, welcome back to the program. Thanks for being here. Post-Thanksgiving, brother, as we get ready to head into the end of the year, where are we now on Measure 114 from the man who's out there fighting this battle literally on the ground? Well, we are up to five separate lawsuits now. The hearing was Friday, and um, the judge promised a decision by Monday, Tuesday at the latest. And so really hard to tell where we're at. I mean, obviously, if this if we don't get an injunction, it is going to be the death knell for hundreds of businesses in this state. A lot of employees be thrown out of work just before Christmas, which is, of course, exactly what the plan of the people who promoted this was. Yep. And, of course, it puts the sheriffs in a ridiculous spot because they were told to administer something that simply cannot be done. It's an absolute nightmare. Okay, so let me go here, just from what you just said. Five suits in what, to me, seems like record time. I don't recall seeing these, this number of lawsuits from different organizations this fast. Is it encouraging when I heard you say the judge has promised a decision by uh, Monday or Tuesday at the latest? Is that a judge saying, I get it? Is that well, indicative of where that judge may be going here? Uh, you know, we certainly hope so. You have to remember, we were given the date for the hearing which was, of course, Friday, we were, we were contacted with that date on Thanksgiving Day, which means the judge and the courts were working right. on that day to provide that date. So it's clear to us that they recognize that this is very time sensitive. I don't know how to tell if the judge is aware of the catastrophic nature of it in terms of what it does to real people on the ground, because, you know, you sit down with a judge in their courtroom and they have a different way of looking at things than you and I would. So they're analyzing precedent and history. And is this strictly constitutional? Not necessarily thinking about all the businesses that will suffer, all the employees that will be gone, all of the, the 40,000 people who are waiting in line to exercise a right that should be exercised immediately, most of whom will be denied that right on December 8th on, or midnight December 7th if we do not get this injunction. Well, you know, it's interesting to me because it would seem to me on the surface this is just you know, years of experience watching these court cases, working with the Second Amendment Foundation. And I'll use one example. Supreme Court, right? We all know how hard it is to tell how a judge might rule simply based or a justice at the Supreme Court, in this case, might rule based on their questions at the at the oral arguments. However, we like to think based on the questions that the justice is asking that they're telegraphing how they may rule. Now, we know that that's not always the case, but it would be hard pressed for me to believe that a judge is unaware of those other mitigating circumstances that you just mentioned when you're talking about tens of thousands of that state's resume. These judges are also human. They read things. They see things. So I'm going to take that as a as a positive sign. I mean, I could be wrong here, but I, 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 I'm the eternal optimist in this case because I don't think this thing stands and flies anyway. But let's go there. Let's try to get in. Did it come up at oral argument? Was it pressed to the judge? No, it really wasn't. No, wow, it really wasn't. Surprising. I mean, you have to remember that, that you know, we were the first to file a suit. And that was mm-hmm. the date we were given Thanksgiving. Then Second Amendment filed a suit, which was heard with ours. Second Amendment suit. Now, they filed two, as you know. The first right. one, which was heard alongside ours, only dealt with magazine capacity. And so a lot of the time was set up. And as you know, our suit dealt with magazine capacity capacity in large part, too, but also the permit to purchase, a lot of the time was taken up with arguments about magazine capacity, and the, the arguments that the defense were making were clearly absurd. For example, the defense was saying that magazines are, in fact, not actually arms. They're components, so they're not protected by the Second Amendment, but at the same time, they claimed that they were analogous to, quote, dangerous and unusual weapons, so they could be regulated. So it really simply made no sense. And, of course, you're dealing with you know, you're dealing with a judge who we have no reason to believe she knows anything about firearms or anything. And so when when the defense said, look, nobody uses a magazine over 10 rounds in self-defense shooting because they only use 2.2 rounds in every shooting, which is a statistic that's absurd, of course. But right. even if you believe the statistic, which we do not, 
the suggestion that because uh, because less than ten rounds were fired, that means a magazine of, of of ten rounds was not used, doesn't make any sense. And how much the judge really understood that is really anyone's guess. So we're. You know, we're dealing with people who are who are creating these nonsense ideas and obfuscations, and there's no possible way to know for sure if the judge, how much the judge got this. She seemed very intelligent. She was. She seemed very bright. She seemed amenable. But you know, it's kind of ironic to be discussing whether or not people should should be allowed to have greater than ten rounds in a right. courthouse that was ringed by ten foot steel barriers because it been under constant attack by armed mobs for years. And so it's pretty obvious why you need more than 10 rounds. But, you know, they also made the, the, the ridiculous assertion that, look, society has changed. And now we have all these mass shootings. So we will outlaw magazines over 10 rounds here in the state, which, of course, there's millions in circulation. So a bad actor can get them on the black market or simply travel across the border into another state and get them with no restriction at all. But we're going to make sure that people have no ability to respond to that kind of attacker if they want to do it legally. I don't know how you stay in your seat, because the obfuscation that you talk about from the other side is intentional. It's designed to sway the judge it's designed to confuse the judge if there were a jury there it would be designed to confuse the jury in their favor how much brewing did you see is going to play in the hearing that you heard as this moves forward because what's let's go here what's the next step first what's okay. next well, ruling okay. and what so first, first Bruin was pivotal in almost all the arguments. So what my okay. understanding is, okay, what happens next is that the judge decides whether she's going to give us a preliminary injunction or not. And I suppose she could give us a partial preliminary injunction, which we certainly hope does not happen. Explain but, that, please. What do you mean by that? But go well, there. she could she could say, we're, I'm going to hold off the permit to purchase but allow you to ban magazines. Or okay. I could hold off the magazine ban but allow the permit to purchase. Because, you know, the other side is saying, look, Bruin said permit to purchase are okay, but what you know what they didn't say is you may it may be constitutional to have a permit to purchase, but it can't possibly be constitutional to have a permit which you simply cannot comply with. It cannot be done. There's no possible way. And the state police have put out an absurd statement saying we're going to have this system in place by December eighth, which is the oh, deadline. Come on, but that's nonsense. Hey, and this, the state sheriffs have said not going to happen ever. Exactly. We're going to go to the sheriffs when we come back here because. Because this gets the story just gets more incredible. And I say story. I, I don't you know, it's not a story. People's lives are at stake here. This is real life in Oregon. Millions of people. Armed American Radio's MonsterCast continues with one more segment with Kevin Strait. We'll get into the meat of it. Don't go away. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle. Available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. 
From Crossbreed Holsters comes the women's appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the women's appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the women's appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at crossbreedholsters.com. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. segment of Armed American Radio is being sponsored by Crossbreed Holsters. Make sure to visit CrossbreedHolsters.com. Now let's get back to me. Uh, Crossbreed Super Tuck, if you're watching on your screens, there it is. There's my Crossbreed Super Tuck. I've got lots of those for just about every firearm that I own. CrossbreedHolsters.com. Please make sure to check out all of our partners, Lead Slingers and Daniel Defense, bring you the 4K def- high-definition video. And we appreciate that very much. Defender Coffee, use the promo code AAR, crossbreedholsters.com. North American Arms. Greg, you were out, but my belt buckle came in oh. with the twenty two pistol in it. Yeah. From North American Arms. Yeah. I picked it up. Oh, good heavens. Is that thing cool? How shiny is and it? And I, I will wear. Oh, it's just beautiful. I might <laughs> show it during the next hour. I'm going to have to. Got to do that. Have to do that. MyPillow.com. North American Arms. Make sure to check out all their fine products. I've been waiting for that thing for many months. And it finally showed up. It's just wonderful. MyPillow.com, promo code AAR. If you're looking for great training, LegalHeat.com. Any city around the country, just look them up. They've got something there for you in the tens of dollars, not hundreds of tens of dollars. Okay? Tens of dollars to get some great training. If you're new to firearms ownership, many millions of you are. If you're seasoned, great brush up. LegalHeat.com. All of this is presented by X Insurance. Don't forget that. And don't forget HeavensHarvest.com. HeavensHarvest.com for the food. Spoke with Clayton a couple days days ago. I will be up there this week. I was planning on getting up there Saturday, but I'm going to head over there Monday or Tuesday to pick up another entree bucket. Use the promo code AAR, and they will ship it for free. Use the promo code CASE, C-A-S-E, and guess what? You get the Pelican pistol case for free. Check out all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. They're all there for you. Going back to Kevin Starrett from Oregon Firearms Federation. Kevin, I was taking copious notes while you were talking, and I'll prove that. Here they are. <laughs> you can hear them, and if you're watching you, I showed them to you. But i got to ask this question first on the fly. Why the disconnect between the state police and the sheriffs in Oregon? What's going on there? State well, police so- will have it ready, and the sheriffs are saying, no, we're not going to enforce this. 
Well, well, what happened was is that the ballot measure passed with no possible way to it to be implemented. So the state broke all the rules and said, we're going to implement this in lightning time, even though the Constitution calls for a completely different beginning of it. So it said the state police make the rules, but the sheriffs actually have to carry out and administer it. The the state police, of course, answer to our far left governor and our incoming far left governor, who no doubt said, you put something together. All they had to do was say, "Okay, here's a paper application. Now they dump it on the sheriffs who have to say, well, wait a minute. We can't give you a permit unless you've taken a class which doesn't exist. So now you've dumped this garbage in our lap. You're saying it's ready. And when they said in court that it would be ready, the entire audience burst into laughter because it's such nonsense. The fact is, is that the state police can say we have a a paper application. But that does nothing because you can't even apply. You can't request the permit until you've taken a class that has to be given by the police, that has to include suicide prevention, homicide, storage, live fire, which nobody can offer. Then once you've taken that class, you come back to the sheriff or the local police who haven't been mentioned in this at all. Come back and say, I'd like to apply for a permit. Then the the sheriff or the local police send a request for a background check to the same state police who now have 40,000 people waiting. You wait in terminal or possibly forever for that background check, and if you get the permit, that doesn't even allow you to buy a gun. That just allows you to ask for another background check when you try to buy the gun, which once again can take forever. And of course, if it takes more than 30 days, you go to the end of the line and it starts all over. So it could literally be an endless loop. And the people who are waiting now have been told, come December 8th, if you don't have that gun in your hand, you're out of luck. You can't, if you don't have a permit, you're stuck. And of course, they can't have a permit because there's no way to get a permit. At December 8th, Oregon listeners, is Thursday. And we're talking real time here, okay? A couple things. I'm going to go back to what you just said about the laughter in the courtroom. But I want to point out that you said Bruin played a major role here in the arguments. I'm sure it did. And it's going to down the road as well, no doubt, because this is blatantly unconstitutional on its face. However, Bruin dealt with permit to carry. Correct me if I'm wrong. But Bruin did not deal, and if the other side was using this as an argument, they're barking up the wrong tree. It did not deal with a permit to purchase. Am I missing something here? No, it did deal with a permit. It did, did deal with a permit to to carry. Of course, in New York's laws are so screwy that it's kind of right. like you can't get a permit for anything. But it did make it clear that it gave direction to the courts and how they have to decide each of these cases. And there has to be some historical precedent. Now, you can say there have long been permits to to purchase. I mean, the Sullivan Law in New York has been around since 1913, and they're all racist and they're all intended to bar certain groups. But there's no possible rational way that you can right. say yes, you can have a permit, but it has to be possible to comply with it. You can't have a system that says, yes, you can have a permit, but you cannot, there's no possible way you can, you can actually do it. That can't be constitutional. It can't be rational. And so these are the points you're trying to make in the very short time you're given when you suddenly find out that you can't even have witnesses and all these other things are going on. So, you know, what the judge will say, what she, what she perceives, who knows? In the end, the most important thing for us is that it's got to be done right this minute because if it doesn't, if we don't get this injunction, those stores are done. We still have yeah. to go on and fight it the long term. But our main goal was to do things something as quickly as possible, knowing that we get it or not, the fight continues to determine whether it's ultimately constitutional. But the months or years that would go by will cripple these people, put them out of business. And of course, the other thing is... As far as the magazines are concerned, in this state, it isn't just a matter of not being able to put a a larger magazine in your pistol or rifle. It will ban almost all shotguns and make shotguns contraband so that the kids who are going to the shotgun competition at my gun club will now be criminals simply for being in possession of the shotguns they've been using for years. So people are saying, well, why is the magazine ban so important? Well, that's one of the reasons the magazine ban will outlaw most of the shotguns that are people using for almost every purpose and turn people into criminals if they leave their homes with them. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Just because the Sullivan Law, for example, in New York, ladies and gentlemen, it's very important to point out that Bruin did go into this. Just because it's been there for 100 years doesn't mean it's constitutional. So, again, this is going to play itself out over time. Kevin, I'm going to make a prediction here. I'm usually hesitant to do that, but I think you're going to get an injunction. I do. I think you're going to see an injunction because of the time 
involved here. I think the judge will see that that's the case. Uh, now, but I'm not convinced on the on the magazine, as you said. It could be a split injunction. They may a, a judge may look at that and say, well, there are ongoing cases. The Supreme Court hasn't de- dealt specifically with that. And maybe let that stand while putting an injunction in place for the permitting requirement. I could be wrong on that. I'm hopeful that I'm wrong, and it's an injunction on the whole caboodle and mess that it is. But, okay, what can people do? We've got just about a minute here. What can, what can our listeners do? What can constituents do? What can, what can Oregon residents do here? Who do they pressure? Their sheriffs? The state police? What do they do? No, do they call? Th- th- there's no one to pressure yet because the legislature had nothing to do with this. This was a ballot measure Boom. passed by ignorant people. It will get into the legislature eventually. But for right now, it's 100% in the hands of the lawyers. And my organization has never constantly done people for money. But unfortunately, that's all it is now is writing checks to lawyers until the legislature gets in session and then all bets are off and we have no idea what's going to happen. Oh, good Lord. I know that's a mess in Oregon for sure. No question about it. Tell people where they can go to help you out because you need the help right now. This stuff is not free, ladies and gentlemen. We tell you this all the time. Kevin, where can people go and write you a check or send you money? OregonFirearms.org has all the information. You can donate online to our educational foundation, and there's addresses there for checks as well. We're very grateful for every help, any bit of help we get. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a real battle going on in Oregon. Kevin, I'm going to ask you right now, will you come back next week? Because you're going to get a ruling on this sometime in this week. Will you come back on Sunday and tell us what's going on? You bet I will. All right, Kevin Starr at Oregon Firearms Federation. We're going to stay up on this, ladies and gentlemen. This is a real nightmare happening right under our noses in Oregon. Keep this in mind. Don't think, oh, I don't live in Oregon. This is what they want for you. This is a test. Believe me. They see this. They're successful in Oregon. They're going to move on to this ballot measures across the country. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast in the Car Firearms Group Studios on the Six Hour Mike by X Insurance presentation. We'll be back with a roundtable at six minutes after. Don't miss it. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com.